Hello everybody and welcome to the Letterboxd Book Club. I'm Mackenzie. And I'm Claire. And today we will be discussing the... I don't know how many that is. Is that six or seven? Oh, seven. The seventh book <laughs> in the Good House start. of Night series. Burned. Burned, yes. And I will start us off as usual by reading the blurb. The pieces of her spirit are with the dead in the other world, Aphrodite said, blinking hard against the stinging of her red-tinged eyes. Zoe is completely gone. Zoe Redbird's soul has been shattered by the death of her high school sweetheart, Heath, and she has followed him to the other world. As the world threatens to fall under Nefret's control, the only hope is that Zoe might find the strength to bring her soul together again. Stark, Zoe's warrior, is determined to save her, no matter what the cost to himself, and Heath is only just beginning to understand that in the other world the only way to save Zoe is to lose her. Completely. Dot dot dot. Claire, thoughts, feelings, emotions. I don't know what to say, to be honest. <laughs> I haven't really okay. thought about thoughts, feelings, emotions, but I'll, I'll go on. No, I'll no, continue. let me, I, would you like me, I can say something. Okay, I'm scared what you're going to say. Everybody, this is the first time on this podcast that I did not finish this book. <laughs> oh, no, Kelsey. <laughs> oh my God, I'm going to have to carry this episode. No, no I don't know what happens, but I... But- could not bring myself. What a plot twist. <laughs> I didn't see that coming. Oh my god. I, I read a lot, like a bit of it, and I know what happens because I have previously read it in the past. Um, but I could not physically bring myself to finish this book. I did not give one fucking iota of care about what was going on to these I, characters. I love the honesty. <laughs> I love the honesty. I was like, do I just pretend? <laughs> but like, this is real. No, we we should be like honest. Like, if you if we did if we say we're reading a book and like say if we don't have time to like just like get rid of it or don't record it or pull it down, whatever. But I'm happy to just um, yeah, be honest about why you haven't finished it for what reasons, blah blah blah. Yeah. I mean, sure. if I was just busy or sick or whatever, fine. But, like, I just – I hated this book. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, I went, I slumped through Good Girl Complex and I hated that book. I hated this book. <laughs> I thought it was interesting. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so, 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 like, at what point did you did not finish? Um, let me if you can read remember. my notes. Um, I love the honesty, though. Thank I you. was not expecting that. Was this your surprise? <laughs> this was my surprise. <laughs> oh, no. When I said I was, I didn't say it was a good surprise. No. Um, no I think there. when they started it after we get a little bit of Stevie Ray's pov when yeah they started summoning bulls. That was. I thought that was a very good scene. I thought that was a nice action-packed scene. That was the best bit in the book. I know. Okay, but let's just... Is I'll, it just we'll the whole ex- exposition dump and the whole Scotland thing? Really? Is that it? <laughs> Scotland thing. It wasn't even Scotland thing. I love a man in a kilt. And you know what I love more than a man in a kilt? A warrior vampire man in a kilt. <laughs> no, it was just... I was so sick of them introducing new things and myths and legends yeah. and myths and legends and we have no like not even pre- preludes to them not even any like subliminal messaging happening or anything and then how it's like of course there's miscommunication in that the light bull the white bull represents darkness, darkness. and then the yeah. black bull represents 
goodness or lightness. Yeah, yeah light. <laughs> because that brings me to what we were talking about uh, last week in Tempted. Um, <laughs> about how you're like, what? yeah, you're inherently good or you're inherently bad. But then, like, when you're faced with it, like, it's fair to assume that the light ball would be the goodness and the dark yeah, yeah. ball would be the darkness. But then that plays into that, or oh, I guess you can be morally ambiguous, like. Yeah, but I think it was explained in this book, like, the reason why the dark ball is represented good is because they, it's like a balancing and they can never truly overpower each other. Yeah. See, I don't know that because I didn't finish the book. <laughs> Go. <laughs> I thought the balls were the most epic part of this book. I'm upset. I'm <laughs> that you stopped at that point. But I do understand. Like it is a whole exposition lore dump of ancient Vampiric beliefs. Yeah. When I was reading, so I did one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, like this one in a week. Oh, and right. so I'm like, oh, wow. I'm done. Yeah, I'm like, I'm, I'm sick done of it. with it. Yeah, like, I'm done with this bullshit. I'm tired of this, Grandpa. Well, <laughs> well that's, that's too bad. bad. <laughs> I, I feel like, yeah, in a way... But that's yeah, also I'm... promising for us, sorry, because from this moment forward, we're both at the same stakes. Like, we don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, right. Because <laughs> oh, so... I've never read beyond this. Oh, okay. But... <laughs> All right. Interesting. Interesting. I love that. Now, very interesting... But yeah, I thought that that was going to... Yeah, the bulls were like a fun part, but I do understand, as I just said, like, they've just, yeah, exposition dumped ancient vampiric belief systems and the entities and the themes of, like, the light and darkness with the capital L and the capital D. Yeah. Actually, I'm a big fat liar. I have read beyond this. I started reading the next one because I was very confused because suddenly they were... Everyone was wearing kilts. <laughs> And I was like, this is weird, because I thought we were in Italy. <laughs> what happened here? What happened to the original plot of the movie? Yeah. Yeah. Even if you don't like it, you've got to finish it. Especially still... in this type of series. <laughs> no, and I still thought we were, like, at the place of the Vampire High Council. And I was like, this is very weird. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> we're, we're in Venice, and yet we're wearing kilts. What re- yeah. went wrong here? Yeah. Oh, that's so funny, though. <laughs> And also, I forgot which one because I said I think I said in one of the other, sorry in one of the other podcasts I was I, th- well, I have to go back and listen to them all. I think at one point I was like, oh, I didn't finish one of the books and I can't remember which one it was, so I just have to wait till we get to it and then I'll remember. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you have now remembered. <laughs> I've now remembered. But yeah, I understand your frustration and like I guess the bullshitness about it because like they learn a piece of information and like. And they figure out how to conquer it, like, straight away. And I just think I was over Zoe and Kelowna's... Storyline. Like, yeah, storyline. And I was like, obviously she has to kill him, like... Yeah, but I feel like in this book, um, Zoe's main storyline has, has taken a step back a little bit. Although yeah. it is annoying how it all, like, is uh, resolved at the end very quickly. Yes. Because, um, you know, throughout the rest Once of Once again, the... conflict, resolve, conflict, resolve. yeah. yeah. Because at the end of this book, you know, she just accepts all her shattered pieces and then come together as one, even though she's been, like, denying it for, like, the majority of this book. But, yeah, her story, point or point of view at least, took a real back seat and it was really about Af- yeah, like, Stevie Ray, you... Aphrodite, Rafim, like, what Yeah, when you break even. down the, like, plots, so, like, they go to the Isle of Skagagagagag 
Um, yeah. And then... <laughs> yeah, look, I don't even know. I'm not going to try and pronounce anything. Yeah, it's like when you're reading it in your head, it's like the Isle of Scoobaboo, and it's just pronounced in your head. Anyway, um, and then there's a like, other world part of like Zoe and Stark finding her and Heath and then that, and, like, mm. whatever. Yeah. And then, yeah, the majority of the book is taken up by, like, Stevie Ray's and Raphael's, like, entanglement. Journey. 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 And, like, even yes. Stark's journey. Like, this is really more of a Stark book. But than... also, how many times can a person die and be brought back, you know? I mean, just ask Stevie Ray. Like, she's on, like, yeah. four times now. Raphael's yeah. on, like, three already, and he's been yeah, this prominent is in two books. second time now. <laughs> yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, technically. Yeah, Zoe is, like, her, like, second, first, second time. Or whatever, first time. And Stevie Ray has just been like the. And to also, kill her. I was um, again like, oh no, Zoe's soul has shattered. Whatever shall we do? Krishima has her that's so Raven moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, and that's pretty much what like. Helps why can't they just know this? Oh, like this queen knows about this. We should go there. I learned about it in sociology one hundred and one. <laughs> But I suppose, again, I think uh, maybe if you finished the fucking book, you would know. Darius says, like, it was a son of a rebus thing. It's more of a warrior-only type of island for yeah. training and all that stuff. And yeah. Well, then it's fucking convenient that Stark's related to someone. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, exactly. And this is where you get your Stark is related from. He's Scottish. Yeah. He's got a Scottish heritage. It's like Mc- Mc- McCorky or something. <laughs> but, yeah, and that's his key in. But anyway, we will get to all this but it's just so funny i do know a lot of things because yes that's I, okay. I, I skimmed i skimmed a lot it's all right but like you didn't enjoy it no you were just like <laughs> kill me now yes i was like at least if you're not gonna give me a good story give me some sex i didn't even get that some steamy makeouts though yeah it's not the same is it no it's not the same <laughs> it's not the same all right my thoughts feelings emotions um a lot of exposition dumping and the whole introduction of new things. Again, the Son of Erebus Island um, that's uh, only available to those who are like worthy and honourable or who have a connection to the clan or whatever. Like That was annoying. Um, the bull scenes I thought was quite epic and I really kind of enjoyed the um, the tension between like Stevie Ray and like everyone at the House of Night because now with Rafim people are knowing something's up with her and like she's having to tell certain people about what's going on mm. and so she it's hard for him to, uh, for her to keep him a secret and all that type of stuff and i love like their relationship storyline it's probably my favorite part out of this entire book but yeah look a lot of exposition dumping i thought we were going to do find more of zoe like actually soul searching for herself but they're just kind of running away hiding in a grove and they just chill there yes sorry i have another thing to say okay. um sorry <laughs> Go um Again, with, like, The Sons of Erebus, if there weren't so many books, I feel like there could have been so many things, like, if book one, two, and three were one book or whatever, then they could have really uh, gone through the logistics and the intricacies of vampire law and history and vampire uh, politics, per se, and you could have had that uh, introduction to, oh, The Sons of Erebus are our warriors, like, and they have like this special island if they need like with like different warriors or whatever um and yeah a lot of things could have been explained instead of just getting to it and then having it explained to you yeah for sure yeah i i agree with that and then like 
Yeah, it's supposed to be really difficult to even contact this queen. I have already forgotten her name. I'm sorry. Yeah. But like, but then she's just like, they have a little bicker about you're not worthy, but I am worthy because of my last name. And they're like, you know Shit. what? Fair point. Come on in. Let me help you. Like, I feel like it's not that easy. I'm just to make this something that it's kind of not. Maybe this is a whole metaphor because you know, like, um, you know. Zoe and all her friends, they're fledglings, right? They yeah. don't know any of this shit. And we're, we, the reader, following the fledgling life, we don't know shit either. Yeah, so maybe we we're just if... maybe we're just learning all this together, you know? Maybe yeah. it's not as bad as we make it out to be. <laughs> maybe this was the intention all along. Exposition dump, exposition dump, exposition dump. But that's not good storytelling. <laughs> no, not really, no. I, I, Again, I like the subtle mentions and the subliminal messaging of, like, yeah, it could have been recited from, like, yeah, Sociology 101 or whatever. But yeah, anyway. But yeah, as I was going to say, yeah, I really enjoyed Stevie Ray Rafim's storyline the most out of this. Yeah. Again, the tension of like him being found out. But yeah, I thought it was going to take a lot more time for Zoe to, you know, bring her soul back together. Yes. I thought that that would be, yeah, the majority of the book. Yeah, I thought she's going to, you know, waddle to a piece. You know, she'll have her inner conflict of like not wanting to accept who she is and then you know she'll accept she'll maybe overcome a challenge therefore she accepts herself but no it, it all just kind of happens very at the like end. a la harry potter and voldemort in you'll never have what i have friendship like you know yeah 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 but then and also this was seems a pretty much more of like yeah stark story as well because it's yeah. very significant around his role as a warrior and now as a guardian of the ace and like <laughs> Like, they learn these new things and then they take it on board straight away. Because now Zoe's his queen. He is the guardian, her guardian, yeah. instead of warrior now. It's like, oh my god. And she yes. has no fucking idea what that means. Yeah, she's chilling. Yeah. <laughs> but it was very interesting with, like, because you think, well, how a Stark, obviously Stark wants to go to the overworld to protect her because as her warrior, it is her his right to try and do so. Yes. But it was very interesting to find out how that came about. And, like, that sacred sort of, like, ritual procedure for him to sacrifice. do. Sacrifice and all that type of stuff. But, like, interesting. But, yeah, I finished it. <laughs> <Just>. <laughs> Unlike someone. <laughs> nah, it's okay. It's okay. Alrighty. I promise it won't happen again. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. It's okay. It's okay. You know, if you really did not like a book for whatever reason, you have the right to be able to declare it. And we will embrace it, Kenzie. This is a safe space for you. All right. Kicking off with the plot. Zoe's soul is shattered. She's in the overworld. Yeah, she's in other world. Oh, other world, sorry. Overworld she's is like Borderlands. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Tina, Tiny she's Tina's in Wonderland. The um, other world and with Heath, and she's like, well, I ain't leaving. <laughs> yeah, and then Heath's, yeah, and Heath's like, I want to stay with you. And, so that, and that's pretty much them for all their chapters. It's like, I want to stay here. You're yeah. safe here. But Babe, I, think, I love you. Yeah, Heath, like, feels bad because he's seeing Zoe fall apart. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but Zoe's too afraid to accept the parts of her soul back. Yes, for sure. But and and all her chapters, I think throughout this book is her yet yeah, with that reinforcing that little struggle, which is a bit boring. Very boring because it's like we get it you said that 5 chapters ago. <laughs> Relax. Yeah. Um and they they just they make their way to like Nix's like grove. It's like a special grove that's like protected, and like Heath feels at peace here, because Zoe is feeling really like numb and all that. Because her tattoos and all that are gone, she feels like her connection yeah. to Nix is gone. Yes. So she they stay in this grove together to kind of like chill and relax. Although she can't relax, she's always on the move because 
Like, her soul is broken. She can't rest. Yes. I didn't, like, it gave me the impression, but I don't think it's ever, like, outwardly said that she's, like, running out of time. No. Yeah. Like, she's not, but, like, that's the impression that I got. Yeah. But they, because, she had, like, like, seven days yeah, to get her like, soul back. How erratic she was. Yeah. And, like, her fear and everything. And, like, I mean, maybe it would have been better if they're, like, you have 12 hours. Like, but. Yeah. I think ultimately they she got back on day five on on the she had two days lost I think um because yeah Stark was like five days ago blah 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 or whatever yeah that timeline I feel like it would have been a lot more up to the stress and the tension if like it did come down to the wire but it necess- but it didn't and then also like again with the whole um Zoe and Heath like because she's the whole point really is that she's refusing to leave without him and it's like he's very much dead like he's a human and you saw his neck get snapped yeah like Like, yeah there's no chance of him coming back there is a chance of you coming back though zoe like i felt yeah she like just accept that (laughs) yeah 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 it was frustrating wasn't it yeah especially when you still have two boyfriends (laughs) (laughs) exactly like yeah if she really loved Heath, she would have no other boyfriend but him. Yeah, and she had already admitted, I think in the last book, that she loved Stark. She was just yeah. afraid that she wouldn't be able to give him, like, the same of what he was giving her. But still, like, you can learn to accept that. Yeah, for sure. And yeah, I think Heath as well, he was kind of annoying in a sense where he was just, like, convincing her to stay as well. Like, he didn't understand that, you know, she's not dead dead either. And that she did have a chance to kind of live and leave. Yeah. Um, but he was just kind of convinced that, like, they can... Actually, no, he was actually trying to convince her to kind of snap... Like, he was reminding he her was of trying... friends of yeah. Nick's. But, like, ultimately, he, he he didn't come to the... Until Stark came along, he didn't know that, like, he needed to leave in order to yeah. let her flourish. In a way, he, he's holding her back or trying to help her. Yeah, now that I think about it, yeah, I thought there would have been more running out of time moment. But, like, I think she, they only lost two days. And Colonna's soul is amongst this... Uh, other world as well yeah, because there, as well. <laughs> there was a Nefer- there was a Nefret chapter because Nefret I think using her darkness powers made a sort of like a bargain with Kelowna like he has to do this otherwise he's not coming back or something like that so she- Nefret is holding his body hostage yes that's right and Kelowna is also now kind of in two minds about Nefret because like he just wants to be free from her from her grasp and all that type of stuff free from her influence but um no nah, he's too far gone at this point so yeah, his job is to convince Zoe to stay in the in the um other world because she'll die. So she'll die so Kalona and Nefrit can rule the world together. And then Aphrodite has like a vision of this later on about it happening if Zoe were to stay in the other world. Yeah. And also, if Kalona is meant to be this all powerful mighty guy, how is Nefrit just like, You're my puppet and I'm your puppet master, blah 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 blah. It could be a sense of like a life debt because she unlocked him. Yeah. And uh, again with this whole why couldn't the big bad have just been Nefret the whole time? I mean, it's still there's still time. I mean, it still is, but like why couldn't, yeah, why did it have to be all these uh, traditional uh, myths and stories? Why couldn't she have just like turned dark, like a dark yeah. vampire? Yeah. Uh, I think, yeah, she's heading that way because as we've learned with like the bulls who are the physical manifestations of like lightness or light and dark, like, she is, like, yeah, enveloping the darkness more fully. Maybe one day she'll be able to control that bull. But, yeah, how weird. The analogy of all analogies is two bulls. 
Yeah. <laughs> Two cows. <laughs> I mean, I think it's like that meant to kind of be that um, analogy of you've got like two wolves inside you it depends on like which one you feed maybe or i think it's more i think someone said it's like the horns are locked and it's like they you know it's it's all about balance and like they're, they're there to balance each other out until until that vision of aphrodite in which the white bull was um was triumphant because obviously darkness overran everything but yeah so back in the in the the real realm i guess a lot of the first half of that book is also like nefret and like taunting the rest of the friends they're being like because like they see through her bullshit she's like er- erebus is trapped in the other world as well blah 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 and then stark's like you bitch you caused this and everyone's like yeah. you know, fight fighting and the high council's like what the fuck i think also aphrodite learns that she's a she has a bit more power than just visions. She's able to tap in to, like, the spirits and, like, figure out if they've left their body or not. Yes. And, like, there's a high priestess named Thanatos. Thanatos or something. And, you know, she guides Aphrodite into tapping in that sort of ability. And so she does that with um, Zoe and Kelowna. And, like, lo and behold, both the body souls have left their bodies. Like, yes. not much she can do. Oh, no. oh no we need to sort something out and then half the time it's just like them stressing out how do i do this how we do that and then it's like now there's a poem who tells us how to do things and now it's the exposition i understand the poems as a like prophetic device but they are becoming too much of a moving the story forward device yeah like not every situation needs to have this poem about it no for sure for sure like and it would they would hit harder if yeah they were saved for the really cataclysmic moments yeah yeah for sure and it feels like they're not even working hard towards it either it's just wine 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 here's the answer complete complete it i mean i mean yeah (laughs) but still like the point of these types of, um, I guess, books is like, you know, they they make their own path. Yes. They're, they're the ones who forward the story themselves. And they are also the chosen ones. So. They are the chosen <laughs> ones. But, like, yeah, it's hard when it's like everything is being told for them. Either through vision. Like, it feels like they're not working hard. Yeah. And, of course, like, they're, they're, they're fucking traumatised. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, still, like... If you compare it to, say, like, I don't know, Harry Potter, like, he's always, like, learning. And I suppose that in this book they all have a study moment, so I suppose they are working yes, hard. but you know what happens in the Harry Potter? Voldemort is the big bad the whole time! <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. I know. <laughs> I know. Rip Hagrid. But yeah. Yeah, oh, Rip Hagrid, yeah, of course. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I, I saw her at TikTok, just a little bit off topic, and it's like, I think they're at... Where is the Harry Potter castle in like Universal Disney World or whatever? Studios, Universal, yeah. like people, people Couldn't holding up ones. Yeah, no. Oh, I'm so sad. Anyway, but yeah, anyway, back to the book. <laughs> we digress. Back to the book. Yeah, they're just piss farting around. Like, yeah, I don't know how to do this. And then the High Council tells, or Thanatos tells them, because Thanatos seems to be on their side because she's all like, she's not really buying what Nefret's Nefret's selling. Yeah. So. She's having Which a is sneaky, like the most like, sane conv- adult move to this day. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Other than like the Nobia as well. Yeah. 
yeah, she's willing to guide them and answer their questions and talk to them and, you know, really understand what they're trying to say and, like, what their goals are. She's really fighting for them subtly, which is great. But, yeah, like, why, why did they did they not figure this information out themselves? I don't... <laughs> but, they, but they do have a big study group in regards to the whole island thing. Yes. The, the, in, the, in Scotland. But what are you going to do when all the adults are dead? <laughs> <laughs> they're going to be useless. Darkness is just going to take over. But yeah, and ultimately this is, yeah, there's an exposition dump where it's like, yeah, the light, there's a balance between light and darkness and like they're personified in these balls, the light ball and the dark ball, but dark ball represents light, light ball represents darkness. And then, you know, Aphrodite is also conversing with Stevie Ray through like their, their mobile phones and stuff like that. So like they're able to pass on information to each other. And so I might, might be going ahead a bit, but I don't care. But, like, so Aphrodite passes that message on to Stevie Ray, and Stevie Ray's like, I'll use Earth to try and invoke this thing, yes. to try and answer questions. Mind you, I thought it was a fucking epic scene, though. But, they're like, again, it seems, like, too easy. Like, she's just able to do it. I think that was part of it, though, that it, it was made too easy because she, like, assumed wrongly. Yeah, perhaps. And, yes, Aphrodite didn't specify that the white bull meant, you know, darkness, so... In that event, Stevie Ray... And then, of course, because she's a red fledgling as well, like, which it comes from darkness. Oh, yeah, true, You would true. assume. See, I may not have read it, but I understand it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, yeah, so that red fledglings come from darkness, so you would assume that that would be the first thing that materialises first, because light yeah, calls or, to or like. At, or at least it, yeah, as cause, light calls to like, there's a stronger chance of it being invoked more than the light than the actual dark bull but yeah so yeah stevie ray invokes the white bull yeah not knowing that it's the representation of evil and so it asks she asked it a question on pretty much how stark can get to the uh, other world and like it's through accepting himself or something like that accepting his name i don't know (laughs) or whatever the white bull seems to like accept him if he were to go there yeah, is it because he has to accept because he still has that guilt about like killing his mentor and stuff? Like he has to accept. Yeah, who for he sure. Is. Yes, for sure, for sure. And then, um, yeah, Stevie is like, Stevie Ray's like, yeah, cool, thanks, bye bye. But the bull's like, no, but there is a price. Yes. And then he he starts like eating a blood or something, like licking a blood, Yummy. trying to drain, <laughs> drain that power and that source. And then Rafim saves the day because uh, Stevie Ray is just like. This is out of her depth right now. And then Rafim's there and he's like, I am darkness. Or I'll take like, on. I've, yeah, like, he'll take her debt. Yeah. Um, because he owes still, maybe he still owes it to her. But it's kind of, it's real back and forth between Stevie Ray and Rafim. They save each other. So, like, I don't know. I can't keep score at the moment. Yes. <laughs> but, yeah. And then the bull's like, yeah, I understand. I know who you are, who your father is, Kelowna, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, but you borrowed my darkness power. And then Rafim's like, no, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> Even though he did. And so, yeah, he takes on the bull's, de- uh, Stevie Ray's debt. And, like, now the bull is, like, licking his power. Like, like the tendrils and all that yeah. are connecting to Rafim. And then Stevie Ray summons the black bull. And, like, you know, the personification of light and goodness. And she felt happy and all that type of stuff. And, like, the light bull, I guess, trampled the, the white bull out of the way and all that. And... They're, they're gone now, It's everything's fine. But then Rafim is injured again, we love to see it. <laughs> and yeah, and then I think Dallas, she was hanging out with Dallas. Uh, first, like, first, yeah. um, 
Stevie Ray accepts to be bound forever to Raphael's humanity. Oh yeah, as for sure. As, as for, part of yeah, the bull saving. Yeah, yeah, and then obviously like the wall of darkness falls, and then Dallas sees uh, Raphael with Stevie Ray, and he assumes that the Raven Mocker is attacking her, and then blah blah blah, and then yeah, now this is the tension of Stevie Ray trying to juggle like tell the truth about Raphael and all that type of stuff. But yeah, that's pretty much yeah her struggles throughout this book is just hiding Raphael, um, and and seems to like know something's up, and so she, eventually Stevie Ray tells her about it. Or well, not saying that it's a Raven mocker, but like there's this other guy issue. Yes, <laughs> very very parallel to Zoe's early books journey. Yeah, true. And Stevie Ray is taking up too many responsibilities on her own because obviously she's scared and anxious, and now she has this new imprint with like a dark being or a beast that she doesn't quite understand, and she's getting these feelings kind of towards him that she, again she doesn't quite understand. And like they have their moments, and it's cute. I love them. But then we also learn that yeah, Stevie Ray and Dallas, particularly in this book, have a bit of a like relationship. Well, they had. Um, it was previously hinted at anyway that Dallas and Stevie had a little something, something going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, that turns into a bit of a conflict in itself because for Stevie Ray and all that, there's a revelation, obviously, that Rafim and her are, yeah, somewhat together, and then Dallas doesn't like that, and he found out that he has some sort of affinity for... Electricity. Electricity, and he slapped Stevie Ray. Bad red flag number yeah. one. <laughs> but it was an act in trying to, like, I guess, electrocute her as well. Mm-hmm. Because so, like, like, they have a bit up. of a... Yeah, they have a bit of a standoff. He's angry and pissed. Um, I mean, rightly so, because in his eyes, like, the Raven Mocker is the enemy. Yeah, the and... Also, he was under the impression, yeah, that he and Stevie Ray were together. Yeah, for sure. And now suddenly she's in cahoots with this Raven Mocker who's inherently evil. Yeah. Again, very ally parallel with, like, Zoe and Lauren and Eric, etc. This is a far better storyline, in my opinion. Uh, and yeah, so he gets upset, but then Stevie Ray, um, like, closes him off with Earth, and, like, her and Rafim are, like, happy, kind of together, and they're hiding. She, They, they stay with each other. And they have a moment, um, I think it's like a museum or something, or like an abandoned mansion or something, and there's like a fountain. Like, I remember, this is way towards the end of the book. I was going to I say, have you missed a fight? Yeah, 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 I've missed, yeah. <laughs> I've missed a lot, but like, I just want to talk about this story <laughs> the journey for the moment. And they're in the fountain, and like, Stevie Ray sees a reflection, and it's of like an Indian boy with black hair, and it, we learn it would be Rafine yes. if he was fully human. See, he brings out the humanity. She brings out his humanity, I suppose, now that she's bound to it. But yeah, that was just, like, a fun moment. And, like, Rafim's kind of looking at it as well, you know, reminiscing of what could have been. So it's very interesting. It's just a beautiful story, I think, for them too. It's the best fleshed out, I think, relationship in this book series so far. But yeah, anyway, anyway, I digress. I don't know where to go from here. (laughs) Um... Should we talk about the, the the fight with the evil fledglings? Oh, sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Well, there's just a little um, encounter, I guess, with um, the renegades. <laughs> um, <laughs> the renegades. Five of them die. See ya. Yep. Um, but Goodbye. none of them just like that. are like Stevie Ray's that she's trying to save. Even though I think it's kind of like started by Dallas. But started by, sorry, what? Dallas. Dallas. Maybe. This is before, yeah, the Rafim stuff. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah. but then, yeah, Dallas kisses, after it's all done, Dallas kisses Stevie Ray. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, that's, and, like, Rafim walks in because he's alerted yeah. by the imprint. 
yes, that Stevie Ray is about to have sexy time. Yes, and this is how Dallas, like, realises that Stevie Ray has been helping Raphael, like, she saved him and she sheltered him and she's been hiding him. Sorry, I'm just bamboozled by how you said Raphael. Raphael. Rafim. Rafim, sorry, Rafim. Oh, uh, <laughs> sorry. Rafim? I don't even know I don't how know. to pronounce Hang it, on. but Rafim sounds cool. Hang on. <laughs> oh, don't put it in Google Translate. I'm going to put it in Google Translate. Because that's just how, because I'm saying it like phonetically. I want English to English. Hang on. Um, Here we go. The truth once and for all. And I suppose, just quickly, with the whole Dallas and being mad about uh, Stevie Ray and Rafim, he kind of pulls into that little bit of darkness of those negative emotions as well. Yeah. So, <laughs> so Dallas is not on a good path of what happened. <laughs> oh, wait, maybe I do. Rafim. Rafim. Yeah, Rafim. 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 Cute. That's all right. Okay. That's all right. It doesn't matter. Anyway, it doesn't sorry. Matter. But... <laughs> but yeah, ultimately, the reason why Stevie Ray went to the Red Fledglings is because ultimately she they want their depot back because they don't want to stay at the House of Night, which is fair because the depot and it's ended up being their home. They it's underground. They feel safe. They're trying to kind of convince the other Red Fledgling kids to yeah like turn to the good side. Like they well they have a final choice. They can either stay and encompass light or fuck off. And go elsewhere because it turns out they actually murdered yes yeah, some people as well yes that we didn't know about <laughs> that we didn't know about no and so yeah that's kind of like a last straw for Stevie Ray and so they have an encounter yeah with Nicole people of other fledglings have died blah 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 Dallas is yeah taking a turn due to again negative emotions but like and to be fair he believes darkness. yes but he believes Raven Mockers are the enemy um, but then wouldn't that mean him and <laughs> Rafi the same on the same side? Yeah. They're, they're buddy buddies? Yeah. Anyway, so Dallas changes. Lol. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, he does. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's dangerous with, like, the electri- electricity yes, as, a as well. as evil red fledgling. Yeah. Um, anyway, and he threatens to tell everyone at the House of Night that Stevie Ray and Rafaim are doing the do. Yeah, they're together, in a way. Um, and Stevie Ray has a choice to kind of go back and, like, you know, defend herself, but she decides she wants to be with Rafaim. 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 I'm going to say Rafaim. Just say it, yeah, oh, how no. you say <laughs> Yeah, Rafaim, um, to wherever he was hiding so she can have some alone time, just, like, think and, like, relax. And, yeah, that's where they have that moment with the fountain. I just thought it was really adorable. Um, although they do have some kind of, like, fighting moments where, like, Stevie Ray is very scared to kind of embrace this relationship and, like, even Rafaim is, like you know, very confused about what he wants. Because, um, again, yeah, he, due to the imprint, like, he can feel what she feels. Yeah. And, like, there's a, a little yearning for more. There's a bit of tension, a bit of nice nice sexual tension there as well. I don't know what the timeline is like from this point, so I'm going to go back to the other world That's stuff. That's okay. Because then That's I think okay. it will line up. So back in the other world, Stark comes out. And faces Kelowna. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, he makes his way. He, he he has to, like, die as well. Like, kill his warrior to become this other thing to then help Zoe. But, yeah, that's Scottish ancient vampire shit. We don't care. <laughs> um, and, yeah, so he faces Kelowna and 
Zoe is like, oh, fuck, I love Stark and Stark might die. So she finally calls back her soul. Yeah, which, again, it's weird because in her little chapters, she does have, there's a mom- moments in the Grove where she interacts with these pieces, but then she, like, dismisses them. And then she's like, she calls them again. She's like, my st- like Brigid or something, my strength, I need you. And it's like, Joy, I need you, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And they just materialise as her again. Yeah. Um, and I think Aya as well. Yeah. I'm not sure. So it's just, yeah, represent, um, blah, blah, blah. What am I trying to say? Um, yeah, but, like, I thought it was going to take more than, like, it was more of a journey to find the souls other than her just, like, dismissing yeah. the souls. Yeah, so, I don't know. It was weird. I thought that was going to be more of a, she was wanting, she's wanting to, like, yeah. go back. But obviously her love for Heath is what's holding her back and keeping her there but yeah just even before the fight with Colonus, uh stark intercepts heath and is like look buddy you need to f- you need to leave yeah I'm because sorry. she's not going like, to yeah re- like, fix herself unless you leave and like the world it will be over if you don't do this like this is a very brave and honorable moment for heath because obviously throughout the series it's like you know zoe wants to break up with him and he's like no like very stubborn and even jokey about it but it's like this time you gotta go bud like i'm sorry and then stark's like i give you my oath all these oaths very honorable (laughs) things on my honor um yeah she he will do everything in his power to protect zoe from like here on out and, like, it's a very brave thing for Heath to do. And Stark even acknowledges that, like, he, if he was in Heath's position, he wouldn't have been able to kind yeah. of do it either. So, yeah, Heath has a very important role right now. And and he, just, and he leaves. I think he tells Zoe, he's like, I have to leave. And then Zoe's still, like, heartbroken. But, like, it's and what then, needed to be done. Um, Heath just, boop, 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 just disappears. <laughs> into, the, into the other, like, whatever, like, into death ether, world. Yeah. Like, the humans... <laughs> Yeah, whatever dimension yeah. or whatever. Like, goodbye. Yeah. Like, you could have done that from yeah. the get-go. Um, so, that's happened. Um, and then Colonial kills Stark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, this whole sequence of events is yeah. weird. Yeah, yeah, he stabs Stark through yes. the chest. And then, because um, Zoe now has her, kind of, her soul back. She has her powers, essentially. And she's holding him, Kalina, with air. And Kalina's like, you can't keep me here forever. But then she's like, you owe me a life debt for killing my consort. I order you to bring Stark back. And then Kalina's like, no. Yeah. <laughs> but then... Nyx finally comes to save the day. She, yeah. Yeah, and cause, yeah Zoe's like, you owe me because you killed Heath. <laughs> and then Nyx being, yeah, she appears. And then Kalina's like... My goddess, my love. You know, he's, like, yeah. shocked. You're in her grove and, like, yeah. you're shocked. <laughs> anyway. Um, and then she's like, you will pay Zoe's debt. Like, being my, like, obviously metaphorical daughter and yeah. all that type of stuff. And he's like, he's not happy about it, but yeah. he'll do so it. So he has to share some of his immortality with Stark. So that means Stark is immortal now? Yes. I mean, are you not it... immortal as a vampire? In this world, in this vampire, no. Like, because vampires oh, have sure. died. Maybe it's, like, the part that, like, he shares some of his immortality is just, like, to bring him back. Like, some of his Maybe. life force. Kind of, like... But, um, it, it was funny, because, like, Nyx, you know, kissed Stark on the lips as, like, being the goddess of, like, while he's, like, lying there dead. And then Kelowna did the same thing just to give him the life force. I just thought that was a yeah, funny nice. moment. I was expecting that. <laughs> <laughs> Little smooch. Smooch of life. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah, then, like... Kelowna is then released to his yeah, body. Yeah, so we're back in the and real world. 
But then, yeah, Stark and Zoe find their way back to their bodies, and yeah, in the real world. Although Zoe doesn't quite understand that what's how Stark was in the other world, so she got very, I guess, stressed out when she saw his body like lying yeah. unconscious again. Poor buddy, he's, he's died a dying few times. all the time as well. Yeah, yeah, poor boy, he's getting good at it. And then it's all revealed, like, yeah, like this is a special way for him to to get into the other world, and he's brought back because that warrior guy. I forget who, like, Seros or something, the Scottish yes. warrior, uh, is the one that's, like, controlling whether he lives or dies, whatever. And then, yeah, Stevie Ray feels when Zoe's alive yes. again, and Rafim feels when that clone is alive well, again. Or back in the real world, yeah. Or, or back yeah. in their bodies, yeah, back in their real world. They have those feelings. Um, Stevie Ray and also, and Rafim, I think this might be the moment you were talking about earlier, have a moment where they confess their feelings for each other. Oh, yeah, And yeah, yeah, Nyx yeah. offers them a vision of a human Rafim. Oh, was that yes. it? Uh. Um, anyway, yeah. and so they're like chilling, they're looking like, oh my god. Um, and then, yeah, Kelowna returns with Zoe and <laughs> Rafim leaves because he's like, well, I can't turn my back on my dad though. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oops, like I love you, but yes, like, yeah. <laughs> this is this is where my loyalties yes. lie. Yeah, I I understand why you you would DNF this book though. I do, but yeah, just huge exposition dumps and them whinging about not knowing anything, and then yeah, like the Natus or like Aphrodite who have a vision or a poem, and that's mm. what leads them to their next location. Yeah. yeah. Like, surely, like, this is Nyx's, like, path for these people. Like, Nyx should have more of a say in, like... Nyx should be the one to kind of tell them as well. Although I think Aphrodite did have a moment where she's like, Nyx, I need your help. And, like, she did help yeah. them. Um, yeah, I do. Would you like to talk about the cliffhanger that we end on? Because we love cliffhangers. I've forgotten what the cliffhanger <laughs> okay. is. Wait. Um... Thank you, goddess. I whispered thank you for everything. Then I placed my hand over Stark's heart and leaned down. Just before I pressed my lips to his, I said, come back to your queen, guardian. It's all over now. And then I kissed him. As his eyelids flooded opened, flooded and opened, I heard Nyx's musical laughter fill my mind and her voice saying, no, daughter, it's not all over. It's just beginning. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't want to say that's much of a cliffhanger. It's just this little resolution has happened. Now we're on to having to defeat yeah. Kelowna. After th- him more terrorizing pro- us. More, yeah, more of a progression than like a cliffhanger yes. per se. But yeah, I get it. Also, yeah, Stark and um, Zoe in the other world before they went back to their bodies, like they had some like like tension moments. Like they were like kissing, making out, having some fun. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, because Zoe. Uh, got him to drink yeah. from her and as we know vampires mm-hmm. drink from each other is yes. quite pleasurable have you started to read awakened uh, no not yet wait. Uh, wait. <laughs> looking forward to some yes. spice <laughs> wait wait no the teenager yeah, still <laughs> <laughs> take it back yeah. take it back anything else you'd like to add also i don't know i, d- I understand why you didn't <laughs> i did think there were some epic moments as i just as i said earlier like the bull scene was really cool um i think Stevie Ray and Rafim's relationship is probably one of the shining moments of this book. Um, I didn't really give a shit about Stark's self-worthy and having to kill the warrior yeah. side of him. Like, he just became yeah. a warrior. Like, he does not know what yeah. it means. Whereas Darius, on the other hand, knows exactly, like, yeah. what it means. And just, again, the whole Scottish island that only warriors can enter, although you have to be part of the cl- Scottish clan or have the bloodline of that yeah, clan. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then everyone just like accepting it, like these fledglings. Yeah, these teenagers. 
Oh, glad Zoe's back together again. I thought that was going to be I'm, a time bomb. Uh, like, not glad that Heath is dead, but I'm glad that he uh, is removed from the equation. <laughs> yeah. So they can't flip-flop on that anymore. No, I think he's been really annoying because he's like, I want to go with you to this vampire thing. And Zoe's like, no, it's dangerous. No, I'm going like, to come no, with you, I'm yeah. Go with you. Just it's his stupid human yeah. stubbornness. and then he dies. It got him killed. Yes. It got him killed. <laughs> So yeah. it's his own fault. But yeah, I'm kind of glad he, that kind of like stubborn annoyance yeah. is gone. Because then now Zoe can focus on the people who um, kind of, not, not respect what she says, but who has more of an important role in this Yeah, and they understand their role in it all. Yeah, and I think Kelowna would be back with Nefra and they're probably in, in yes. Capri. Because that's where they, they're yes. residing for the moment. At, and there's probably this... Still going to probably try and convince the council to revert back to the old ways. But Thanatos looking to be like an MVP that we never knew we needed. Cause she seems to be the only sane priestess on that yes. fucking council. <laughs> but yeah. I don't know. Like this may be a bit of a shorter episode, but yeah, I don't know. I'm interested, yeah, to see because I feel like now we're at like the the tail end of the... We're, we're on the road to the end of the books, so... Hopefully, yes. hopefully. And I promise I will not DNF any more books, no matter how much I hate them. You can DNF books, <laughs> but I feel like if we're this late into the series, I mean, you got to fight that through it, Is not Kenzie. an indication, though, of... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, and I also saw that, or at least in the next book, it's like 290 e-book e- pages, so I don't know how long that's like the still to, the same size. It might be a quick read. Yeah, oh, they're okay. all like the same okay. size. But yeah, interesting to see how where it goes. Um, but I'm just—I was just gonna say before—I'm sick of like the toying of like Kelowna and Nefret. Like they haven't—they haven't made a move yet. It's a joke. Because like Stark beat Kelowna into trying to like convince Zoe to stay in the yeah. Overworld. Although he needed Heath for that, but then Stark convinced Heath to yeah. fuck off. But yeah, like they haven't made a power yeah. move yet or a power play. They—they've been the ones that yeah constantly been defeated. So, like, yeah, what's their next move? Yeah, Rafim's going to have to make an appearance to his father. Mm-hmm. And, like, he's it's going to be now with Stevie Ray, like, a battle of conflicts between the two of them as well. Yeah. Also, in this book, Stevie Ray actually declared she's going to study to be a high priestess, which is fine, which is cool, because she definitely has those qualities. Um, I think Nicole and the Red Fledglings are still kind of on the run now. There might still be a bit of a problem, I reckon, because Nefret has a hand in them. Interesting to hear, see if the white bull, if the bulls are going to be invoked again, because that was fucking crazy. Uh, it was cool. Yeah. Dallas, <laughs> I thought it was cool. Dallas is going to be a bit of a problem, I think, as well. Um, and like Damien and the twins have done fuck all, and Jack. Yeah, and past two I books know. now. Once again, do I need to remind everyone of how I feel about these side characters and not getting fleshed out? <laughs> yeah. Although, like, but, like they did, they did they study will together. Be, um, dropping off soon. <laughs> yeah, because really, it's it's really Zoe, Aphrodite, Stevie Ray, and like now Raphael, Raphaim, because yeah. like he's only been yeah, and Stark. Like two books down. He's more of a and Stark, yeah, for sure. Now that he's gone, like that's the main group. Whereas Damien and the twins and Jack are just there. So interesting to see where that goes as well. So I wonder if they're gonna stay in Italy or if they're gonna go back to the House of Night and fuck around. Or is there something else where they need they to need go? they need to heal their trauma first? I mean, a book therapy session yeah. would be nice, <laughs> but I feel like you DNF it still. Um, 
I've started the next one anyway, so as good. Yeah. Yeah. You enjoying it? I am actually. Guess yeah, why? Because yeah, they're cool, sex. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> sex yeah. makes it better. Um. Anyway, yeah. As always, everyone, thank you for listening. Join us next week for Awakened. For sure. Yep. We'll see who Dean has it and who doesn't. <laughs> I'll finish it. <laughs> hopefully, it's not. Hopefully, it's not going to be a yeah. short one. But yeah, we'll see how it goes. See how the we're we're almost towards the end now. I guess we're we're at the back end of the series. We've got to finish it now, Kenzie. I will finish it because I never finished. It. I want to know where how it ends, but. We shall see. <laughs> yeah, all good. Thanks, Again, thanks for listening. If you fi- we'll at- find us at Letterbox Book Club on Instagram, and if you find us there, you'll find us on TikTok and Spotify and iTunes and at Google Podcasts <laughs> and SoundCloud and YouTube. <laughs> if you find us in one place, you'll find us in all the places. For sure. Thanks for listening. Thanks, bye. Goodbye.